The episode this week is sponsored by Paul Florence Mortgage Broker McDuff. Paul has a wealth of knowledge around mortgages to bring to the table and offers a highly professional and friendly service. Paul is available for both daytime and evening appointments to suit your needs and can also meet you in the comfort of your own home. Let Paul advise you on your remortgage deals, house moving options or if you're a first time buyer. He's sure to secure you a cracking deal, saving you plenty of time and money. Paul Florence Mortgage Broker is based in McDuff and covers a wide radius including Banff, Torriff, Buggy, Fraserburgh and Elgin. You can contact Paul on 077-9988-5438 or message him on the Paul Florence Mortgage Broker McDuff Facebook page. For more information on the services offered, uh, that can be found at www.mcduffmortgages.co.uk. So if you need a mortgage, don't delay. Give Paul a call today. There are a few swears throughout the course of this episode, folks, but really nothing to get your knickers in a twist about. Can I say knickers in the swear? Morning. Ah, poke it, leave it. Anyway, you've been warned. Ladies and gentlemen, our fifth contender. Ladies and gentlemen, he is a World Grand Prix semi-finalist. And now, it's time to welcome home the Highlander, Big John Henderson! He's in round two against Johnny Clayton. Is this the moment for John Henderson to finally see off a real, real tough contender in Marco Cantelli? Double six. Yes, he gets there. Well, that wasn't vintage, but he's got the job done.
Welcome back, each and every one of you, to the Beyond Canal Park podcast. As is traditional for each series, we are having a break from football for a week, and this time we have a local darts maestro joining us to talk through his career, although we did manage to slip in a bit about his beloved Huntley and Celtic along the way. There's bog all happening on the local football scene to tell you about, uh, Covid's still rife, uh, so... As it stands, there's nothing to tell you, so let's crack on straight away with today's guest. I am joined, of course, by Huntley's arrow-throwing ace, John Henderson. He talked to me about his formative years, dreaming of becoming a footballer as a no-nonsense centre-half, before discovering he was gifted at darts. He chats about representing his country at multiple World Cups, playing and beating some of the greats of the darts game, and competitions that hold a special significance for him. He also gave me an insight into what tournaments are like at the moment under COVID restrictions and his ambitions for the future. John also names his all-time Huntley FC 11 for me. It was a really enjoyable, engaging and humorous sit down with a Highlander. And here's what he had to say. A wee break from football on the Beyond Canal Park podcast this week as I'm joined by Huntley Loon, local dart supremo who plays in the PDC. It's the Highlander himself, John Henderson. Great to have you on the show, John. How's it going? Hi, James. How are you? Bad, hi. I'm just kind of doing here in Bolton. Hi. Self-isolating for a COVID test, waiting to get ready for a new season starting in the morning. Uh, it starts in the morning, does it? Oh, the new uh, new season starts tomorrow. We've got players' championships, so we're kind of lucky enough that they're getting going, Ken. Aye. So we can find ourselves lucky that we've, we've got darts back on. So. Brilliant. Oh, I came through during the day to Bolton. Uh, I'm in the, we're at the, the, the Macron Stadium. Oh, aye. So I got the test this afternoon, so I'm just awaiting the results. So I haven't got them yet, but I've, I've been told I'll get them this evening, so I've been stuck in this oh, hotel room. We'll maybe get a live update. <laughs> well, you, you may be well, I, I hope it's a good evening. <laughs> Are they putting you up in somewhere luxury at least? Oh, it's it's, it's a white hotel just across the road for, well, I, 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 I know it as the Reebok, Reebok Stadium. Aye, but, aye. Uh, I've played here before at the UK Open, okay. back, in the, okay, back in the day, so I, I kind of came in the area quite well. So, so no, I say I'm bothered there. You stuck in a room until... Till you're here, like, is that a crack? Oh, that's me. Well, we just kind of arrived here today about, oh, it must have been about half past, half past 11 this morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got our test at 12, and you do the test, and once you get your test, you're, you're escorted up to your room, and Aye. you need to come out to your room again until, yeah. <laughs> Until you get that result. So the, the, the normal gear text, the PDC normal gear text, with whether your result with obviously if you're you're negative, then you're free to leave the room and get a wee bit of freedom. That's nice about it. Until then, I'm stuck in here, but it's fine. I'll get past the time talking to yourself. Oh, well, it's, it's, it's worked out fine then. Oh, it is actually. Couldn't have worked out better. Um, so you're obviously famous for, for throwing darts, John, but uh, I believe Fitba was the first love back when you were a, a young boy, and I, th- I believe uh, you played centre-half in the same school team as one of my former guests and your cousin, Martin Stewart. Aye, the school, aye, we're going back a long time ago. I just <laughs> loved that bit of loon, Ken. I just obviously played in the boys' league with, mm-hmm. with Martin. And uh, it's good, Ken. It's, it was actually something that I wanted to do, but obviously my hearing went otherwise. And Martin Martin just, he was he did bore me a fit, but Martin was seeking. I just loved it. I'd have loved if, if I could have turned my life back now between Ken back into the as a teenager I would have kind of concentrated on doing that line because I just fit that was my life and as I loon supported Huntley and 
obviously Celtic as well, as everybody knows. But uh, no, I, I, was just, I used to look up to Martin. I used to go and watch him. Aye. Yeah, play in the in from Middlefield, and then obviously what he went on to do for Huntley was fantastic. Like you wouldn't swap, you wouldn't swap but, uh, the darts for the football, though, new would you? Uh, if, if I got the chance to go back and do it all again, I, okay, for what I've done in the darts, oh, I'm proud of what I've done and I've kind of been a good life again financially and everything, but uh, no, I'd have rather go back and give the Fitbit because <laughs> Fitbit was, if they looking kind of dreamed of playing like putting on a black and go to Huntley, then obviously uh, yeah. I'd have a and playing for Scotland, but yeah, I didn't go that to go to the plan, but no, I centre half, I enjoyed, I enjoyed it, really did enjoy it. But, yeah, no nonsense centre half or a ball planning. Uh, well, no, I could put myself a boot. Like, I, 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 I might have been a big lad, so I hadn't exactly been blessed with pace. So I kind of, the ball got by me, but the boy didn't. So, so but no, there wasn't many read cards, but I, I think they were kind of lenient in the school days. Yeah, there wasn't aye. many read cards that w- was dished out, so mm-hmm. I kind of missed that kind of side of things. Like, but no, no, I was, I enjoyed every minute. Like, and uh, you mentioned there that you're, you're a big Celtic fan, I think that's quite well known, but. Um, apparently your dad was a season ticket holder at Ibrox that must have been an interesting household on an old firm days uh, well it, 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 it's best, I must admit <laughs> I came, my, my father worked a while for him a lot carries yeah. a while like a three month at a time so okay. during the, the Rangers dominant years he was never at him so I didn't get as much sticks it was quite good like, but, <laughs> uh, but no, no he was a big Rangers fan and uh, the reason why I became a Celtic fan was my, my uncle Neil for Aberdeen Okay. Uh, t- him and my father actually team at my game at Petodri ah, yeah. uh, I played at Aberdeen and I was sat right at the corner I was minded because it had that Hydrason uh, sponsor board right right at the tunnel at the corner in oh, the main right. stand <laughs> Danny McGrain actually tapped me in the head at half time and huh. I, can I, that is one of the reasons why I became a big Celtic fan just for that reason <laughs> cool. so, again, so you could Danny McGrain to kind of well, I heard it got so bad that you, you wouldn't have drank McEwen's uh, from the sponsored Rangers and uh, the DJ at the Huntley Football Club was banned for playing any Tina Turner. <laughs> I've been known to uh, kind of growl at the old simply the best, but that was back, back in the day, but... Now the McEwen's logo was just a bit of a joke. I was never serious. I was never to get serious. But I used to hate a laugh with all the, the Rangers boys in the in the football club like I do. But uh, it was it was good crack at the time. Like, well, uh, Celtic obviously kind of thrown away a ten in a row, and that's Lennon away yesterday. Um, how would you like to see you replace him? Oh, Chris, it's it's be a hard job. Whoever comes in here, can obviously you've got the big names that are getting mentioned: Benitez and Eddie Howe, and they'd be a bad a bad uh, appointment. It'd be good, I suppose. Like... It would be good for Scottish football as well to get a big name up here, Ken. But right. uh, I don't care. It's it's, it's going to be a hard job. Somebody's going to somebody's got a lot of work to do there because uh, it's hard. It's kind of going for ten in a row. Can you? They thought they'd been a lot more hunger for it, but it's been a my big a dead season as Celtic's again, point aye, of view but uh, no I'd, I'd like to see maybe Eddie Howe just somebody aye, different shout. somebody away mm-hmm. somebody away from the Celtic family maybe maybe it's a change needed he plays good football as well exactly aye, he did well at Bournemouth like, so mm-hmm. uh, if we can get that kind of style of football at Celtic something different maybe that's the way forward so we'll just need to wait and see aye okay aye, uh, so far with the heroes going up then if we, if we uh, are thinking about football um, I heard you like the uh, West Ham as well the Hammers aye well that was kind of like a front mark of anything aye, I, I wonder if it was that like 
Oh, Mark Avene was a kind of, I liked watching him playing for Sutter because he scored a goal. Then when he went doing the out of West Ham and he formed a good partnership with Tony Cotty and it just kind of, it's kind of, it's kind of big, I wouldn't say I was a big fan it was just a team of four I think you know, he was fully an English team you know, boys got their, their Scot- main Scottish team and we just like to follow missed at the time Man United or Liverpool mm-hmm. so I decided to go down the road at West Ham and never seen them win or anything like but, flying uh, this year though Moyes has got him yeah. going yeah something's yeah, coming on but <laughs> I wouldn't quite do but no I'll tell you David Moyes' first time didn't really get a, I didn't really give him much of a chance he was hard uh, didn't by wasn't he the first time because he kept him up didn't he and basically got a bullet oh yeah I do believe so they were a bit half can, nowadays managers aren't getting times can nah, you nah. he looked back in Fergie's days can he was kind of one game to get That's in the right. shop at Man United and went on to do what he did so I think like Southampton as well they've kind of persevered with the guy That's and he's right, right. kind of turned around so it's, it's good to see Moyes get a chance and he's, he's proven himself to be the the right man for a job and Aye. Europa I think will probably get the Europa League but, well. uh, he's built a good team like if they can keep, keep that midfield together Suchek and Rice quality in that midfield there's no many better than that well he did a massive thing keeping Rice I thought he mm-hmm. was a, a certainty for going like so and they brought in some good players like Ben Rama and right. Bowen and mm-hmm. Antoine and he's scoring better He's scoring the goals again, so it's no, it's looking good. Good times, aye. Yeah. Aye, aye. Okay. Aye. So, how did you get into playing darts? Then, did you were you playing for a young age, and what got you into it? Well, not really. Kind of, it's something nah. I never thought. As a kid, I, I did. I never had a dart. I did have a dartboard in my bedroom mm-hmm. uh, for years, but it, it kind of it was something. It was just. Something my my, my 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 father must have been for the pubs now, uh-huh. but it's uh, something I never thought. Of, but I, I was I used to go doing. I loved watching cricket. I used to go do the Huntley Cricket Club quite a bit, okay. and I sat there on a Sunday to watch the cricket. And uh, and one of my mates, Neil Nicol, I like if you can, Neil used to no, goalkeeper. Sure. Uh, okay, aye. Four, I think it was Forrest Neil was a right. keeper for. He invited me to the cricket club to go and play in the darts team. <laughs> And it was actually Nicola gave me my, my first my first Eric Bristol darts. <laughs> and, I, and I actually went on to qualify for the Lakeside Watt darts again. Uh-huh. So Brilliant. I've got a lot of thump Nickel for that. Like <laughs> I, I don't use them now. I've got my own darts now, but uh-huh. no. That was about it must have been about oh can I mean ninety three, was it? Ninety two, ninety three okay. when I when I played for a team, but it's still it was just just a like a Monday out. Right. Is that how Abdi kinda of starts playing in the, for pub teams and that is that how you Folk get their start, or is it different now? Well, I do, well I'm, not, I'm not so sure. Doing in England, why? I came up in Scotland, can you, you speak to some of the professionals that play? They've started in pubs, and yeah. I can it's a, just a Scottish thing. You used to go to the pub and have a drink and then pick up a dart. If you can do it, you get a go, and if you can't, you don't. <laughs> but uh, that's just what I started. And a lot of the boys go to the, well, still, we're kind of known stuff. And Boris trying to get this into the Olympics, but. Mm-hmm. Well, I was be known as a pub sport, and I think that's fit though. Kind of, it's kind of hampering these chances of getting an Olympic sport because of the. But do you say to the folk that say that darts isn't a sport? Well, well, we're a, we're a recognised sport, no. and it's just I'd kind of, the Olympic. I think it is because it's got the reputation of the alcohol, and obviously, mm-hmm. kind of, a lot of players still. Can I take a wee drink just to kill nerves? It's again, uh, yeah. it's nothing like the Jockey Wilson in the Bristol kind of <laughs> pint of lager on the stage and the, yeah, the flags. Can it's neither that new. Can hardly any of the players drink new. It is can uh, you okay. can be kind of fit new to play darts because uh, it's, it's mentally it's mentally tiring as well, rather than physically. But uh, uh, 
<laughs> and you've got to get, kind of keep yourself kind of kind of half fit, like so. Is it a drink? Kind of takes that box step, you know, like that's right. Aye. So the kind of sort of training and, and practice do you have to do to be a professional darts player? And how many hours a week are you are you throwing darts? Well, I well, I'm leading up to a massive tournament. I'll probably do three, maybe four hours a day. Uh, I can't folk will say, how can you stand at a dartboard for four hours and just throw a dartboard? But I do maybe hour stints, can maybe four hour stints, and uh, it can I, I give myself like Peter Wright gives me a lot. I can I practice on my own. A lot of the boys doing south can they get together and okay. they practice. Aye, aye. Obviously, up what and Huntley can. <sighs> I get my wrong. A few of the boys have. Offer to take me down to Crown Bar or to come <laughs> play a game like that. I need disrespect, but I, I kind of need the the kind of the practice to the higher standard and No, but Huntley's got a league now, and I do believe that the, the, the league's getting better and better. So maybe I will can get in contact with him and can get some practice sessions. But yeah, you, big you, you, know, <laughs> <laughs> you do need to keep the practice going. Like it, it is hard. It, it, if you're if you're going through a bad time, it's mm. hard to get the motivation to to stand at a dartboard and practice. But can it, it's in my job, uh, and it fairly does work. Like and it does help. You're saying it, it's a lot to do with the mental side. So, fit do you actually deep in your training? Fit, can like how how would you break your training sessions up? Well, in the mornings, I kind of just the first time I, I just kind of threw it up. But right, I've got my thing that I I, I kind of start playing until I hit twenty five one eighties. That's always been a thing for okay. me. Once I hit the twenty five one eighties, I'll put them doing, and that's me. Can I go warmed up and all that? I'll maybe go for a cup of tea, go for a walk, even. Aye. Then I'll come back and I'll play legs, and it's kind of. 15 dark legs. If I get it in 15, it's 1 0 me. If I didn't eat in 15 and 1 down, I'll <laughs> okay. probably play it, play it 50. Aye. Uh, 50 legs and do that. It's just oh, different things. And again, getting some good pointers for Peter. And, aye, aye. Uh, he gets my lot because he practices on his own a lot. And uh, okay. little things can like you're growing the board and something that I've never done. It's, it's a game. I'm, I'm not going to bore you with the game, but it's a game when you get closer to the end and completing it. And then you feel the nerves, and that's a good yeah. way of getting to practice practice the nerves. So there's a lot of things I do, but it's, it sounds boring, but uh, it, it, it can get boring if you are not playing well. But just, it's my job now, so I just kind of I buckle doing and get on with it, and uh, aye, I think it's aye. paying off. Like. And you need so it sounds like you need to be really self motivated because again, doesn't it sound like darts players hate like a coach or anything? So you're kind of on your own almost. Well, it is an individual sport. When mm-hmm. you're on that, when you're on that stage, can can if you're having a bad time, there's not a single person can help you. Can no, no. you can maybe hear somebody in the background telling you to calm down, slow down, and all that. And it's but it's 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 hard. It's a very lonely place when it's not going your way. Uh, but when you're when you're playing well, there's no better place when you can kind of flow and can. I've got this this rocking motion and. Okay. I can Mardell always Wayne Mardell for Sky always says that when it's on song I'm one of the best 180 hitters on the aye, game aye. but when it's off it's one of the ugliest throws and <laughs> yeah, it, it, it can't get ugly as, it, as you've probably seen on the TV but but no it's just one of those throws aye. that I've, if it's on song it's it's doing well if it's not it's, it's horrible <laughs> so fit marks a good darts player then is it our boot practice or do you need to be born with something about you I I do think there's an element of can you need to have some kind of gift if, if I'm being honest. Mm-hmm. Can I'm not saying I'm the 
I'm not the greatest darts player, but you know you need to have some kind of eye eye coordination. Like I was a good, I I liked the bowls. Okay, and I, I, mm-hmm. I played bowls as a youngster, and kind of kind of same kind of thing. I used to play that, so that kind of helps me again. But no, I think you need to have some sort of, and you do need to put in a lot of work. And like Bill Taylor, Ken Fries, to come out and say that he he practiced for eight hours a day. He did practice eight hours a day, Aye. and. He, and that's why he's 16 times world champion because he so, put in the work. If you put in the work, you will get the, the rewards at the end of it. Like, yeah. so, best ever, yeah, like, Phil Taylor. For you, um, in his day, I would kind of it, it's, it's a hard question. Mm-hmm. I've been asked that so many times. Yeah. I remember doing a, an interview in, in for Dublin before the Radio Dublin for the Premier League, and I was asked that question Aye. who's the best ever, and I, and I said Michael Van Gerwen. The simple fact he's in my ear. I mean, I'm playing. Aye. I've played Michael. I played Phil as well. But I just think Phil Taylor taking it to a level that <laughs> I never thought it would go to. And I think Michael, not just Michael, but Gary Anderson, Peter Ryan, Gary gets a prize. They've taken it to a, another level. Aye. 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 Okay. So the games is getting so. And yes, youngsters are coming through, and there's no fear. Kind no, of just. No. So the games are in a very good place at the moment. But obviously, with the the pandemic and mm-hmm. hope we still get the barking for the sponsors at the moment so hopefully we get the crowds barking as soon as like it does seem to be a sport that, that's sort of a grow in it is it maybe partly because it's a game that is accessible to a lot of folk a lot of folk can play it but obviously it takes something special to get to that pro standard oh I definitely as I say practice 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 no. but I fucking Barry Hearn has made this Sport into a, a just a massive thing new. Can probably believe 20, 25 years ago <laughs> that you'd be playing the world champion getting a half a million pound. Ken, it's phenomenal. That's a kitty, uh, something like 14 and a half million pound. That's our total prize money for the year. In, in the Bristol years and the Jockey Wilson years, can they were only they're playing for peanuts. Ken, so Barry Hearn, what he did, it's absolutely fantastic what he's done. Like he's just he's made a darts player a healthy living now, mm-hmm. rather than just a, a pub, kind yeah, of pub sweet. game now. Kind of, it's, it's it's really good. But you really need to put in the work, and you need to screw the nut. Need just kind of like go do the pub and get polluted. <laughs> and it is a professional aye, sport aye. now. You've got to do it the right way. And if you do the right way, mm-hmm. you get the rewards. Like so. Aye. I hear that. I- Players, I was he a favourite or a go-to number on the board. What's yours? Oh, a double top, my pal. Aye, it's if I, I that's just, I went through Ken. I just double sixteen shoots. Ken, that's a lot of favourites with the player. But I shouldn't be only that board that double because I just cannot hit it. <laughs> and I'm now, I'm now, I'm now started to think about it, and that's Aye. something I need to get out of my head. I want it niggles in your brain. Ago. It gets worse. Ken, Oh, it is. If I, there was a couple of times, I was if I'm kidding, it was a couple of months I went through. If I didn't leave forty, I wasn't hitting nothing. Nah. And it, can it when something like oh it gets in your head, it's Aye. it's hard to get out. Like Aye. so, but uh, no, it's double top. I would say that's my ball. It's uh, if I leave forty, there's no many times. Many times I'll miss it. No. No. So, but no, I would say that's my my ball. Now I hear that Hendo or the Highlander isn't really your nickname originally. Um, oh, I've a couple of nicknames when I was a kid. Like, uh, <laughs> well, Mincer. Was Mincer is the one I was given. I. It's came about. It's not really Mincer. I, I used to say, can people used to come up to me and say, "How you doing, John?" I would say, "All oh, right, not bad, man." <laughs> but I always come up with a sh 
at the end of it, and it was like a mish. <laughs> and the, nobody could say it, so everybody just said mince. Uh, <laughs> and, it, and that's where it stayed. It did something so ridiculous. Uh, yeah, and it did something so stupid back in the day, but at school, Ken. And uh, I think, I, I, I think Islander sounds better after the dots. Well, <laughs> that's a good Obviously, Hendo with the Henderson, but yeah. the Highlander kind of came about uh, when I joined the PDC. Mm-hmm. And when I, 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 I qualified for my first world match play at Blackpool, they said, we, we can't really sell Hendo. Aye. And I go, well, and you're Faye the Highlands, so we'll, we'll call you the Highlander. And, well, I'm not exactly Faye the Highlands, but yeah, I've obviously never been to Huntley. Exactly. <laughs> well, dude, south, I think north of Glasgow's Highland right. right. So uh, that's where that came from. And obviously, the walk on tunes, another another story. It was uh, when I joined the PDC, the Proclaimers 500 Miles at the Lakeside was, uh-huh. my, was my song. And uh, when I joined, obviously Robert Thornton was already in it, and mm. we were in the same management team. So my manager sat me down and said, "Are you okay? We we changing your walk on because Robert comes out with that." And I was expecting that anyway, aye, so aye. not a problem. So uh, back in the day, there was a lot of in the BDO days, a lot of people like one Stuart Keller, as a good dance player, face doing Stokeway. Okay. Uh, he he started singing rock and all over the world every time I. I started playing and, and everybody Darrell fit in too and he was here they all started singing it every time he saw me uh-huh. and they always said why do you need use that as a walk on and it's because the time he's been in 500 miles aye aye so that wee story kind of I was stuck in the back of my head so when I told him that you need to change it that's what we changed it to and it's stuck ever since and I think it's worked like so. aye it gets a crowd going at you know, I mind uh, being at a Scotland England game at Euro 96 and that was played at half time and the crowd was absolutely bouncing Oh, it, it is one of those tunes that gets the crowd going, and I think you need that because there's a lot of darts players come out of kind of slower tunes, and the mm. crowd just gets lost and they're not interested. But if you get a you get a, a tune that they can bounce to, the fairly get stuck in, and it kind of gives you a wee laugh as well on the walk on, mm-hmm. seeing turn around and uh, jumping up and doing singing your tune. So no, nah, it's good. It, it does get you a wee boosty like. Definitely, definitely. So wait, go back a wee bit before you were pro and, and you were playing sort of locally still. How, how did you earn a living? Because I take it you get to have a job in the meantime. Oh, yeah, I worked for a, a well. I, I was I used to mark listing gear. Okay. Uh, I was. I actually worked at the post office for about a month, hmm. uh, just as a casual worker, oh, yeah. uh, earning something like thirty-eight pound a week. And <laughs> uh, one of my mates, uh, his father was a gaffer at Huntley Equipment Rentals. It was called at the time. Oh, and he said, you fancy coming to help Mark and lifting gear can wire up slings and all. Oh, aye, aye. And, uh, he goes, we'll give you £60 a week, fans were stopped. It was basically <sighs> like, uh, a That was a week in 1990 or something it was. Aye, so. aye. And that's, that's what I did right up until the time I left in 2011. I was doing it all my days, so okay, that's aye. all I know. So is that thing yeah, you tur- I, turned pro, was it 2011? 2011, aye. I turned pro. Mm-hmm. I, I should, I, I've got regrets that I didn't date sooner. Can aye, I had opportunities... Okay. Like in 2008, when that was my the year that kind of changed it for me. Aye. When I when I knew that I that I have, I've got a chance of doing it, but I, I I had a chance to go. Well, I beat Gary Anderson in the British Open mm-hmm. final right, in two, mm-hmm. 2008, and uh, we started doing after it because we I was did I drink after competitions, me and Gary, and mm-hmm. well Rachel got his, his partner and my my wife Veronica. Sat doing him, and he said, "Right, I'm going to the PDC. Are you coming?" <laughs> and I was never, I'd never played in a World Cup for Scotland before, and I can't. I was, I was very close to getting in, and it was in America in 2009. Aye. 
So I kind of stalled, and I didn't. If I'd had that World Cup Cup uh, in Australia previously, I'd have went to the PDC. Ah, I would have went to 2008. So I was waiting for that call and waiting for that call. I'm thinking, if I did get this call, I could have been a lot of PDC senior. But Mm. the call came and I got the the World Cup. So that was me just Ah. completing the whole whole jing bang. Brilliant. Brilliant. So then you were free to go. <laughs> I was free to go in 2011. Uh, uh, so was so it heavily relying on, on sponsorships and stuff before then, or was that in your own pocket, or, or how did it, how did that work? At the start, well, I got I kind of my, my work kind of give my a sponsor kind of kind of just a helping hand. As I say, it was never a, a thing that I, I, I contemplated doing full time. No. But in the day, even when I qualified for Lakeside's the World Championships. Uh, because I was work, but they actually spoke, kind of sponsored me the time off to go and do little, little tournaments. It wasn't a lot of tournaments because I wasn't interested. Because uh, mm-hmm. when I was doing the counties, uh, the boy called Bob Taylor, uh, for Arthur, he was the, the main darts man up, up north of okay. Scotland. He was on team appearances at Lakeside. So it's a boy that a lot of the darts fans looked up to. Mm-hmm. I didn't really know him at the time when I first started playing. Aye. But he invited me along to the counties in the year 2000 because uh, he obviously heard that I'd won a few local things in Huntley and Elgin and Bucky and so he teamed along the counties and I played and but I was I was missing a lot of games because I was away playing uh, away doing the fact by watching Celtic <laughs> or or if Huntley were in a cup final or a big game I'd go and watch Huntley so oh, well you must have missed a lot <laughs> <laughs> So he kind of, he taught me doing in, a, in the, the, the second year of the counties and he goes, you really do have to mark a decision. Is it going to be darts or is it going to go watch football? And I just looked at him and said, I'm going to go and watch football. I'm interested, <laughs> interested in darts. And that's just back in 2001. Like, okay. So I just said, nah, darts is near for me. I, I, I love my football too much. I've got a season ticket at Celtic Park. I go and watch Huntley when Celtic are away for him. And uh, that's just, that was all I was interested aye, in. Aye. So... But uh, it's kind of changed later on, like. But aye, <laughs> so, know, aye. Uh, aye. That, that attitude did change. <laughs> aye, was that for, for 2011 on or, or earlier than that? Well, I, I think because I was playing well in the county, 2003, mm-hmm. I decided I, I'd give the counties a shot, a really good aye. go, and I played every game. So I still get into the fact, but it, it was so happenly that it worked out that I could make every game. So it was only once a mm-hmm. month aye, the okay. counties were. So I, that that's, that entire season, I had the highest average in Scotland, oh. and I actually got picked to play for Scotland in 2004, where I made my debut. And when I put on that shirt, I think that's when I, I realised that now I've got darts is kind of taking over for the for the fat bar. Mm-hmm. Still, on the intentions I going full time with the darts, but maybe getting the fat bar a wee bit of a box step, and aye, maybe aye. getting the darts a, uh, a go and. That was in 2004 when I made my Scotland debut, like so. Brilliant. Is that uh, is that the pinnacle uh, representing your your country at darts? Because I, I, okay. I would represent my country at anything. Oh, it, it is. I must admit, it, it was fantastic. You you, sit up, you stand up on that stage, and the good thing about the dart, you get the, the national anthems, right. uh, and you stand there and you and can to see you belt out the flower of Scotland. Okay, I've watched it so many times in the fat band, the rugby, yeah. and it, it can, they look so proud to wear that top. And when I finally got it, as I say, I've kept every, I've got 24 caps for Scotland. And okay. I've got every single shirt up in the, up in the loft, Ken. I've, I've got, I've framed the, 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 
the beginnings of the World Cups and the but no, to get that cup, it was phenomenal. And my first, my first, my first team didn't go too well because I lost both games. But I had the highest <laughs> average in the Scotland team in both games, but oh. I lost in both. But so, <laughs> but it's, what an honour! What an honour to put that shirt on! It really was uh, magic. Yeah. All right. So, what tournaments do you represent Scotland? And obviously, you've played in you've played in a couple of World Cups, haven't you? Because you played in recently. Well, well, that was I played in the BDO side of things. Mm. Again, there's like the Six Nations, which is the two Ireland's, England, Wales, Holland, and Scotland. Okay. Uh, and there's like the Europe Cup, which is just obviously a European can like a European Cup of darts, and obviously the World Cup. Mm-hmm. So I got to go to America in 2009 to represent Scotland in that. Brilliant. And then I got to, well, last year, unfortunately, because uh, Gary and Peter refused point blank to, to right. travel under the circumstances. I don't blame them at all, like, because no. it was being played in Austria. So, because uh, I'm, I'm the next one in line, mm-hmm. and then Robert Thornton, so we got the opportunity. And so I can now say I've played, there's only three players that have done it, so both codes okay, to, to, to represent Scotland was alongside Robert and and Gary, so uh, it's quite a, an honour. But it's brilliant, eh? no, it was, it, as I say, you didn't get the national anthems in the PDC. Can you? you obviously get the big razzmatazz walk on? Mm-hmm. But uh, the playing in the video, can you stand up there with the flower of Scotland belt? And it's phenomenal. It really is. It really is. Did the COVID restrictions uh, ruin that last World Cup a wee bit, or or was it was it still? A well, in a sense, because oh, there was no crowd, and mm-hmm. you, you really miss the crowd. It's amazing how much the crowd must gear left. Aye, aye. Like, I, I've said it to a few boys again. I'm not saying that Celtic wouldn't have done the hang if there was no crowd, but they, the Celtic support was like a 12th man. And it's uh, very obvious in football, the standard in general has dropped. Only certain players that obviously kind of handle the crowds, they're playing better, but most players are, are not the same standard they were. I definitely, totally 100% agree with that, like, because it's, it, it gives you a lift. Mm-hmm. The, you hear, like, we, we only play in front of, or well, Premier League, you can you play in front of, uh, like a ten thousand fans, but like the TV, like all the party, it's only about four and a half, five thousand. Mm-hmm. If you're hearing them screaming your name, there's no better feeling. Oh, it, and if you're not playing that great, it gives you, it does give you a little boost, like. And so it, it's it, you need that, like skin. So, mm-hmm. but the COVID thing, it's it's a certain play. I do believe a certain players might might have won the the majors last year without the crowds. Can I get my Like Dimitri won the grand. The world match playing. The shows are one the great players and thoroughly deserved their wins. But can a certain players would have gotten a lift. Michael Van German, I think, is missing the crowd. Aye, aye. But, uh, but no, no, fair play. They won it fair and square. It's the same for Abdi, but I think mm. it can, the crowd maybe there's a much enough a difference. Like, aye, aye. You, you got a good partnership with, with Robert Thornton. Oh, yeah, Dave. Uh, we've got a, as I say, I played with him uh, like Pierce tournaments before. Mm-hmm. We went to PDC, kind of a lot of BDO things, played for the Scotland team together. And obviously, when I came across, came, we practiced before two. Can a tournament starts at 12 o'clock. Me and Robert, I was in the venue for nine. Okay. Like, Aye. like they had good skin practice. So we always got together and a waffle up the ass and had a batter the board for an hour before I'd be kind of started coming in. So. Brilliant. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, this year he's lost his tour card, so uh, okay. I've never got Robert. So, okay. unfortunately, like, but uh, I'll find somebody else to hang on. I like so. <laughs> <laughs> how, do you, how do you get selected to represent Scotland Dart? Does it go by the rankings, or is there somebody who decides if I goes? Or right, that's the BDO or the well, either uh, right, the BDC. Well, the BDO, it, okay, there's a 
as a county, you play the county system, and ah, okay. they normally pick the top 12, the top of the county averages throughout mm-hmm. the year, mm-hmm. and that's normally a 12. And then for the, the Europe Cup and the Six Nations, it's dropped doing a six-man team. Right. Now, there's a selecting committee, and they are they can select it. It should go by the rankings, but I think they actually pick the team out of that 12, but I think, or maybe do, do well against probably England, because they were the dominant <sighs> Again, a team that to compete to compete with them, uh, and then the World Cup it was narrowed down to four, okay. and they would pick the best four out of that six. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that was how the, that got picked. But the the PDC just truly was doing the rankings. Aye, aye. Uh, well, Peter being number two and Gary number eight at the moment, they're far and far and far and else. Aye, so obviously, yeah. the, the, the cool. I've got Gary Anderson to thank a few things. Can we? He's bad, bad. Get him into Premier League and. <laughs> And now he's no travelling with the COVID gets him into the Scotland team. So, uh, well, no, it's, it's it's a good like, but no, being the third in the Scotland rankings is what's got me there. Like so, Aye. are those boys good with you though? With advice and, and tips and stuff, even though they, they pulled out and you'd taken their place. Oh, I well, uh, as I said, they phoned me up and mm-hmm. wished me all the best. Got texts for them and to say just good do because we were actually me and Robert were actually good new era as the holders. That's right, they, aye, aye, that's they right. Won it last year, mm-hmm. so. We were number ninth seed and they were a holder. We were number one seed of Gary and Peter had went, but you know, they, they explained to me Ken, on over the phone that the why they weren't travelling and our respect of tradition. We just needed that. Uh, again, did yeah. I blame them one bit? No, I got the honour on that shirt, so I might never get to do that again. Aye, amazing. Uh, yeah. But I can say I've done it now. But no, no, they, they give me a lot of advice through the phone because it's. It's, it starts off with pairs in the PDC. It's something I've not done in about okay. 10 years. Mm-hmm. And it's, cause I'm, I'm a rhythm player, so it's quite hard to aye, get into a routine playing pairs again. So but Peter and God are getting some good pointers about that. But aye. no, they were, they were very good about it. Like, so. Magic, magic. Uh, I I think I read uh, quite early in your career you set a record for, for most 180s, did you? Well, I, uh, I qualified for the, my first qual- uh, Lakeside in 2005. Aye. I qualified in Bridlington uh, two thousand. the end of 2004. I played uh, I played Martin Adams in the second round. Well, the first round against Stephen Bunton was my debut. And, mm. Oh, it was rubbish. <laughs> I, I won 3-0, but it, it must have been the worst game ever in the Lakeside history. It was just terrible. <laughs> I think there was about... Three one forties and they one eighties at all, and it was I was just a bag of nerves. I really was. <laughs> first time on a telly, and it's aye. You know, but the second round, uh, I actually me and Martin actually did a for Dutch TV just the day before the game. It was like a ready steady cook <laughs> for, for Dutch TV. <laughs> he had to cook me a a traditional. Uh, English meal, I to cook him a traditional Scottish meal. Uh-huh. So did you so cook we him? We had a questionnaire to fill out, and it says, which, what's your favourite drink? Well, I used to drink a lot of milk back in the day. <laughs> so I put down milk. Well, Martin Adams put down lager. Ha. I'm thinking, you can't put that down, Martin, Jesus. <laughs> I was to, so from where Dean, the filming for the, the Ready Steady Cook, when it's actually professional chefs around Dean, it, but when the cameras are on us, we had actually got the chef's hat on and pretended <laughs> to be cooking this meal. And then when it goes to Martin, I've got the chef's hat off. But what they gave us, I've got a pint of milk because it was my favourite. And he's sitting there with a pint of lager. <laughs> so I mucked up there big time. Again. He's drinking a lager <laughs> and I've got a pint of milk. Drink, but it, was, it was good fun. So I saw, well, again, back to the darts. It yeah. was uh, 
I played Martin the second round and everybody took there's still a record to this day and mm-hmm. uh, the 12, 12 one eights and Aye. but I keep kind of the only thing I lost the match but uh, that's the only thing I wear the bull for the the 81 but no no it was a fantastic experience Aye. and it's something you know, it's, a, it's an achievement that I'm proud of brilliant uh, and obviously when I beat because beat, the Lakeside's finished now that's so. right Aye. So it's a, a record I'll hold that in forever so it, it'll be mine for a while again. Yeah. It was Phil that had the record we we nine, and then Raymond Van Barneveld beat it with ten, uh-huh. and then I came along and got twelve, and Brilliant. and I didn't even have there was not one one eight in the first set, so I've actually uh-huh. did it in because it's a record over a five set match. But uh-huh. I actually uh-huh. I actually did it in four sets, so it was it's quite well, it was good. Like I'm, it's a it's an achievement I'm very proud of. Eh? It's a one eighty like scoring a goal. For darts players, eh? Or Nate, because well, it happens on there regularly. It used to be back the day when they weren't going in, but aye, now aye. I would just say, no, a nine darter would be. Aye, okay. we like scoring a hat trick kind of thing. Can you get to keep the ball? Like we we often normally get to keep the board. All right, magic nine yeah. darter again. Well, okay. whoever's marking it asks to keep it, but a lot of players to get like if you, if you hit your first and you normally get the the board. So well, I've had three in my career on tournament play so I've got one of them at home but the other two the markers get them uh, so. I've probably been on eBay we spoke a wee bit about the atmosphere but I was looks incredible at the darts when you're watching it on the telly um, and, uh, particularly the walk on for you at Aberdeen that must have been especially with the bagpipes and that. It, looked, it looked magic when I watched it back yesterday Oh, it was something else. That's probably that probably be the, the best in my career. Obviously, it was it was a, a kind of meaningless game for me. Can mm-hmm. I obviously got the call when Gary had his back right. went <laughs> and he pulled out, so the PDC decided to go with the, the contenders and uh, obviously they try to get the, the local lad for every venue. Right. Well, I from the said that I'm thinking I never got the call that I was going to beat Aberdeen, but. <laughs> I couldn't think of anybody else. They, yep. they weren't going to. They weren't going to take like a Robert Fairshare up to play in Aberdeen. Or, no. So when I got the call saying, "Would you? Would you?" It's, it's been a dream of mine to play in the Premier League since I started playing at the, <laughs> the start. Because I've been every year at Aberdeen in the crowds. Aye, okay. Uh, so to get that opportunity to to play in it, and as you say, the walk home with the pipes. I could You couldn't hear the pipes. No, nah. you, you were standing right next to me, innit? Right next, but you couldn't hear it. Could not hear it. So loud. Because they told me they were going to pipe me onto the flower of Scotland until I got to the steps at the stage. And then when I'm on the steps, rocking all over the world, we come on. And Aye, cool. So I'm, I'm standing there. The, the, the bouncers are behind you. They, 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 they're tapping your back. They tap your back to start the walk on. Mm. So they kept tapping. I go, wait till the pipes started. Because the pipes are <laughs> halfway doing the floor. But you could hear it from the crowd. Aye. You can't how loud the pipes is. Aye. The pipes are very loud, but I, and, and you, you couldn't hear it for the crowd. It was so noisy, like so. But what an atmosphere it was! And I rounded it off, and I, I played well, and I got a result, uh, which made it. Oh, I didn't win, but yeah, it was three one and four, three three nil and four one and five two doing the Michael, mm-hmm. and to come back to get the the three three was just absolutely fantastic. Cool. But the the, the 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 I never actually seen it at the time, but I've watched it back and. You had a 180 and the beer was flowing and I went and I had a double and the, the beer oh there must have been some amount of beer 
throwing like and it was <laughs> wasted <laughs> like doubling. and they try to say that we're tight up north to God of the prices that they pay at the exhibition centre they're going to be that tight must have been a little goosebumps that Oh, honestly, as, as I say, I've watched it back a couple Aye. of times, and I still get goosebumps. Aye. Even even right at the start, when they're, they're playing that tune, kind of becoming his hometown, mm-hmm. I still get goosebumps just watching that because there's actually a a photo with my when I got my first snooker table with my father again, and obviously okay. he's part uh-huh. me like, and uh, so it was a good moment for them to get that in as well. Like brilliant, so, brilliant. but no, it was a fantastic night. The second night of the year after wasn't quite so good <laughs> in, in the UPJ. I think it was the simple fact it was nothing was ever going to match the first night. Oh, yeah, it was still a fantastic evening. Uh, I lost seven three to Nathan Aspinall, which was a he was a player on form at the time. But no, it was still a great night. Still an absolutely fantastic night. Quality. Do you have fans wherever you go? Because there's ice Scottish boys about, isn't there? Or is that the same the pinnacle there? I think we get a lot of support, especially at the World Match Play at Blackpool, because mm-hmm. uh, the first four or three or four days, it's kind of Glasgow Fair Week, and a lot of Glasgow folk travel to Blackpool for okay. the fair. So m- the majority of the crowd's Scottish for the first couple of days, like, uh-huh. and it's fucking great. Like, Brilliant. Especially if you're playing a, an Englishman or something, and somebody that they hate because they get on their back. Like, <laughs> Yeah, and it's it's you know it's, it's a long way of saying I feel a bit you'll take any advantage. <laughs> can the crowd uh, no, make a different in that respect then if they're getting on somebody's back? Well, see some folks are even I I do believe Gerwin Price I prefers it like aye, aye. he gets a lot of booze but it, it scores him on. Aye, some folk it, just it's, react it's, it, don't they? Uh, there's a lot of I've only been booed once. <laughs> I think I've only been, and that was at the World Grand Prix in two thousand eleven. When I played Brendan Dolan, okay. it's my first Grand Prix. That's the one you start with the double. Uh, so I've got through my first game against uh, Justin Pipe, and then I played Wes Newton, got through them, and then I played Brendan Dolan, the local hero, and mm-hmm. you know they started singing the fields of Arthur Rye, huh. and I'm I'm on the edge of the flipping I'm kind of doing the orchestra again, <laughs> and. Uh, Started throwing ice cubes in <laughs> and started booing me. I'm thinking, oh my god! <laughs> you know, just because I'm playing Brendan. And, then I, and then 20 minutes later, I'm outside and it ticks me about. But I knew to get to my hotel room, signing autographs Aye. and photos. Can it just? Oh, I just that's what happens. Can it's, it's, it's the night I beat Michael at the Michael Van Gogh at the Grand Prix in mm. 2000. I coming six seventeen was it? Uh, it was unreal. It took me about three hours to walk about 100 yards to the hotel. Aye, quality. Just, it was just mental. Like, obviously, you're beating, <laughs> the, you're beating the main man, and a lot of people maybe have put on a couple of pounds on it. And, aye, uh, aye. Just, uh, Nah, the Darts fans, are, they're good fans. Yeah. Uh, you like interacting with them in that, you're not just a heed doing in a way, you like uh, mingling with, yeah, the, with the fans. I've seen it so often with some of the players, can it? it it, it takes two minutes of your time, right. even two minutes, to stand there and pose for a camera or sign an autograph. Mm-hmm. But again, sometimes it does get a wee bit much. <laughs> heaps of them, but again, as I say, I've seen professional players turning that away, and it does my not, and really does. They're there supporting us, and uh, it took kind of two seconds to sign an autograph. But uh, yeah, a little thing like that can can mark somebody's mark somebody's week. Uh, yeah, it, it, it's a big thing for me as well. Somebody's actually noticing me hmm. what I'm doing. I'm obviously no bad at it. They're wetting a photo with me, and it, it's, yeah, it's yeah. fantastic. Anyway, I can't feel like it was going to do to Celtic and years ago, kind of standing at a bus waiting for him to come out and get an autograph scan. It's I, so I can't how they feel, can so. That's right. That's right. Yeah. You, you, you've obviously travelled the world 
playing darts. Um, fits the fits the best tournaments, the best venues, and these you love playing at a mist. Well, it goes to say saying the World Championships is a. Can I was said the best venue I played at was the Lakeside because mm-hmm. when you go through the gates, you see the sign Lakeside. And the, Here's the boy your next turn up. It's it is. It's, it's got iconic. That, it, mm-hmm. it, it, it really is iconic. It really is. Uh, but Ali Polly just, I think, just overtakes it. Just okay. because of the simple fact, the atmosphere, they're right on top of you. It's just, it's fantastic. Uh, and when you win a game on that stage, oh, it's, it's, there's nothing better feeling walking. You can you've got to go through about an hour of press work, but it's. It's worth it to just to, to see that crowd. It's uh, oh, it's brilliant. It uh, really is. And the, the, the Winter Gardens of Blackpool is another special place because there is a lot of Scottish people attend, which mm-hmm. is quite good for us. Aye. So, but I would say that Ali Polly is the is the main one for me. Like about abroad, far far as the best places you go to abroad. Well, on the stage, I've never really played much in the stages. Can we actually played a lot of like in Holland and Germany? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, the European tours. I got the final in Munich. And can Russian how wonder? We did my chant and it was brilliant because the Germans are mad for their darts. So okay, it's, it's grown massively. I'm just, I'm just waiting for the a German the to bit, come aye, through. Aye, the big start German name. Mm. Oh, I start getting into finals now. Like, just. There's a few coming through, Mark's Hawk and Gabriel Clems and okay. we Martin, we Martin Schindler. They're just, they're just near getting over that final hurdle because German, uh, it's, you know, through there, and obviously Holland with Barney and Michael and Vincent and them like there. But I would say the whole Holland is for the crowds is good as well. The Ahoy, mm-hmm. the Rotterdam is quite, quite noisy. Okay. But the best teams are in the UK. Maybe it will Okay. Have you got a, a tournament win or an individual performance that, that you're particularly proud of? You've well, obviously had a few wins I would in your probably career. Have to say the, the, I would probably have to say the British Open in 2008. Aye. And I went doing the kind of there was 663 entries in the 2008. Like 2007, Gary beat me in the final. Mm-hmm. And so in 2008, I got my revenge here on Kenneth. And, <laughs> and it was broadcasted live on Satanta Sports. So oh, aye. I can I can't actually say I've got a, a TV tournament uh-huh, win like uh-huh. again it's not really a it's not really a major the way they are now mm. but back in the two thousand but it was big for us yeah, it was a massive tournament because there's so many entries can you you're playing that you start playing darts at half past seven in the morning <laughs> and I played the final me and Gary come off the stage about quarter past ten at night Aye, and else. you're on your feet for all that time obviously there was a break between for the TV coverage and nothing like so. It's a long day. I would say the the British Open would be my the biggest win because I hadn't really got I hadn't got a win for the PDC unfortunately. Got <laughs> two finals to my name and aye, an semi final. I just can't get rid of that finish line. But ah, uh, you never know. It could be this weekend. All right. Well, hope so. Um, <laughs> yeah. Have you made a lot of, of good pals on the on the dark circuit? And, and far are you closest to? Is it mainly the Scottish boys or? Well, I'm curious. I'm I mean that kind of folk. Just get on me, Abdi. If I'm yeah. being honest, like uh, I was quite close with like some Mark Webster. Can can I? I came through with the BDO mm. system. My hand came. We, we kind of got close traveling together. Obviously, Gary. I used to room with Gary Anderson at the yeah. at Scotland Internationals. Uh, but I would say probably I, I'd probably say I'm closest to Robert again. Yeah, yeah. I've known him the longest. Uh, we played pairs together. Ian White's another one. I'm quite close to. Okay. Uh, I used to stay because there's a 
quite a funny story the way I got my tour card. Uh, okay. Well, it used to go to the uh, Q school, as they call it. It's used to play at the Wigan, which mm. is about an hour for Ian's house in Stoke. So the Q school is over four days. So we were uh, travelling back and forth. So first day I lost first game. Second day I lost first game, so that's with me trying to become a professional batsman. <laughs> Not exactly going to plan. <laughs> so we're back in the house on Saturday and on the Friday night, sorry, it was we played the Thursday and the Friday and Ian said I'm sorry, but I can't come with you tomorrow. <laughs> so Maria, Ian's partner, uh, said, Well, I'll drive you if you didn't mind and I goes, Not a problem. I'll, I know what you I know what's missing here. So we we we, we went to Wigan on the Saturday I was getting a bit ill-nerved with myself because if I didn't get this tour card, that's the professional darts out the windy, can I go back and rock playing BDO stuff and uh, I'm still working at that time anyway. So uh, so Maria would take me and she goes, you want a drink? And I goes, no, I'm, I'm no drinking the day, like, so I'm going to try and eat with you. No, no, I just have... So she would put a little bit of drink in it and I thingy, go and practice. I go, go and practice. And so I'm not going to argue with you. I went and practiced. I came back. I had another drink. Practice. I've just been practice. I've just had practice. I anyway, so she, she she was really strict with me all through the day, making sure I was all right for a drink, making sure I was doing the right practice. Mm-hmm. Uh, got my tour card. We dropped in three legs the whole day. <laughs> and then, so uh, we, we were actually traveling back to Stoke. We phoned up Ian and I got my tour card today, thanks to you though, Maria got them. I kept just in a bad banner. <laughs> and then come off the phone and we'll, we'll, we're on dry a fuel. Uh, in the middle of the M6, going to Stoke, and we actually run dry a fuel. <laughs> so we had to phone Ian and we had to phone Ian to come and pick us up. So he goes, No, no, you didn't need my alarm. Uh, <laughs> you didn't need me now. So we're like, we a bit well off about that. But that was the story when we get my card. I put too much pressure on myself the first, first okay, couple right, of days. And right. Maria just came and she, she, she relaxed me. Mm. She made me do the right things at the right time. Came bite off the drink and just take the drink at the right times, practice at the right times. And, and it worked. So I've got right. a lot of fun now for that. Like, so. But uh, I wouldn't advise to have too much of the drink. Though, <laughs> so is it good to have somebody who sort of support you? Um, when you're on tours and that, do you have much in entourage? Does, does your wife travel with you? Or oh, she did, well, Veronica works for the. She works at the NHS, like so. Ah, okay. uh, oh, I prefer her to be with me. If I'm being honest, mm-hmm. it's can she, she's good. Can she plays darts. She used to play darts herself. Ah, can okay. she could do a lot of the tournaments through the BDO days. We played a lot of mixed pairs. Can we got a few ah, semi-finals okay. playing? Like mm-hmm. Isla Man, actually. Decent player, but she got a she got a wee bit of an injury in her wrist and mm. her throat's completely gone. But when I joined the PDC, she decided to actually come and follow me rather than playing her. Okay. Like, so, no, I do think everybody can has got somebody. Can a lot of people think their manager or maybe a sponsor or maybe their wife for fun. I prefer to hear Veronica Wimmer. She's Aye. she's good for like it's like for the now, Ken. Like if you're if you've had if you've had a bad day. You go back into an empty hotel room and you just ponder and you think, overthink things. But right. I think if you've got somebody where you kind of just uh, relax you and just keep your fucking mind at rest, can you've always got the more I did I worry about it, Ken, as always tomorrow. So I do think it's better to have somebody where you like. A lot of people do like to have their own, just their own company, but okay. no, I must admit, I prefer, I prefer Veronica to be with me. Like. Aye, brilliant, brilliant. Have you got any... Uh 
grudge matches against them, do you, or games with a bit of a needle in them, or? Well, as I say, I've never really got nah. grudges against anybody. I kind of was a, I don't know if you ever watched the Grand Slam in 2010, when I had a, it wasn't a spot, but I played a game against Merv King. Okay, aye, was this the, the, the hockey thing, or? Oh, aye, aye. I did something over nothing. And uh-huh. he, he actually called me a treat on the stage. Okay. And, and I've looked at him. You actually see my expression on it if you watch it, but treat. And the actual bouncer has actually gone on because I've actually turned around to go to get my cloth and my darts for the table. Mm. The bouncer thought I was turning around to go for Merv. <laughs> so he's blowing on and he's kind of, I goes, no, 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 that's kind of. That's about the only so when I play Merv, I kinda like to maybe get one over him, Ken. And I have beat again I have kind of Merv's a he's a hard player to play against. He's a, he's a player that I've been five nil up and lost. Okay. And he's a player I've been five nil doing and I've come back to win. Okay. So but uh, I I wouldn't say it's a grudge match either, if I'm being honest. It's just there's just something about the history. Is there, yeah, we did see that one incident. Right. That, I, he was standing in the back of your mind. So if you, if you was it, he was accusing you of standing in front of the the hockey or something? I, was it? I when you got the when you got the hockey, I, I, I threw my first two darts and they were kind of covering the the treble twenty, and I've just seen that slight step mm. across to the right, and my my toe does. When you see it, right. it did slightly go the hockey, mm. but my eye line never never moves for the board. Yeah. So I've no done it. It's no been a deliberate mistake, and he, he actually wins the game. So I, I don't know what his problem is. It because yeah. at the end of that match, as both players normally did the. It's the only tournament where both players stand there and do the the interviews because there was a ah, competition okay. stage. They, they, they didn't allow it. <laughs> but he, he did the public apology. He, he played James Wade the following night in the next round, and he went on television and apologised right. publicly mm-hmm. to me, like so. Yeah, didn't mark it right on the night, but it was. It's, I've forgiven him, kind of. We a laugh about it now, aye, but aye. there is something deep doing when you beat me. We just say like, <laughs> but it's not malicious, like. No, <laughs> no. Like I played uh, the Dutch Open pairs in two thousand and mm. no two thousand and seven. I I never had a partner. And I phoned up one of my mates for Yorkshire, Martin Atkins. I I played this guy Kadar's twist in the British Open. Mm-hmm. I beat him in the quarter final. It's the year I actually got beat the guy in the final. Okay. And this man was just an idiot. <laughs> now I beat him and he went absolutely bamboo right. Never me, but he was kicking chairs, he was putting tables up, the barriers were getting flung. <laughs> the man was a lunatic when he lost because I think he was chasing points for a leg, said it was. Okay. So I've I phoned up Martin, have you got a player that I can play Dutch Open Pairs week? Because I'm going out to the hall and I've got a pairs partner. <laughs> Leave it with me, I'll get you. Before me about half an hour, I've got I've got a player for you. <laughs> oh far is it any good talking it was Dallas Twist. <laughs> I'm thinking, oh no way. And I phoned Veronica and I goes, Martin Atkins has got me a partner. <laughs> Who you'll never believe for and she says it better than be at Dallas Twist. <laughs> it was, it's, a, it's the biggest Pierce tournament in the world and we actually went on and won it. Nice. It's, it's mental, it's really I did didn't want to play with him. Aye. I often seen a side to him that I never saw, and it, what an absolutely gentleman. Okay, aye. But he's a man's a lunatic. He, he, he just, <laughs> mate, he got banned for the island man for he'd button somebody when he lost a game of darts, and he's thrown off the island. He just, but it's <laughs> total thing to cut. Do you say, do you, do you get a chance to enjoy yourselves at these events, or is it is it very serious? No, nah, it, 
it's getting back in the day, you can you, you play your video competitions and then you go and meet up the pub and just get a right good party, karaoke, go to a disco or whatever. Aye. But it, it's professional here, like and aye, it's then I get my arm, we normally stay in a hotel and we might go down for a bite to eat. Mm-hmm. Some of the boys will have a couple of drinks, but you're in your bed for ten o'clock. Aye, yeah. And it, you've got can you're here, it's you're playing for serious money now and it's livelihoods cancer. And it's it's really is professional. It, it's 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 some of the players' choice. If they want to go out and can have a drink and mark an ass of themselves and Aye. walking up the next morning hangover and they understand why they're getting beat first round, they can fair enough. But yeah, <laughs> uh, kind of serious money. It's your livelihood. That's right. That's right. So they kind of party. It's kind of. But we do tend maybe we're saying sometimes maybe go for a game of snooker. Okay, aye. Game of pool, maybe we do still if it's a live game of football or rugby or whatever, we'll, we'll be sat and watch it. But it's, aye, it's well, for me anyway, it's all drinks, drinks like so. Aye, aye. Was there some funny yeah. moments for, for back in the day though, when it wasn't so serious, or is there, is there nothing yeah, shareable? I've got a couple that I wouldn't like to, I would like to put one in trouble again. <laughs> Without uh, causing any divorces. I mean, I mean, <laughs> you know, we're not going to do that road. Like, but uh, I won the German Open, and as I say, 2008 was the year when I had it in me that I knew that I could. I've got this. I've got this game now. Like, so uh, we went to Germany. Uh, me, my wife Veronica, her mate Louise Hepburn, a Scotland international, and the captain at the time, a Scotland Ross Montgomery. Hmm. We flew to do. Uh, we flew to where was it? Düsseldorf, and we oh. hired a car. So we we arrived in uh, it was a place called Bochum. Oh, aye. we arrived in Bochum about ten o'clock at night, and yeah, well, it's been a long day. Fancy going for a drink? Mm. We went last pub. There was no Wendy's. It was just half a block, and we were the only ends in it. So Ross would go up and he goes, "Hey boys, hey, this place is open to whenever we went to." So we would decide to have a drink. So we came out of the the thing. It was daylight. We looked at our clocks, and it was something like ten to eight in the morning. <laughs> I'm thinking, oh my God, we've got darts later on. How the hell are we going to manage that? I wouldn't say we were blazing drunk, but <laughs> we've been a few. So I went to my bed, me and Veronica went to our beds, and I get a phone call, my phone, Darrell Fitton's phoning me. I go, what's Darrell Fitton? You're being shouted on board 14. Where are you? <laughs> I go, I'm in my bed. I'm going, you're joking. I goes, no, what's happening? I goes, oh, we had a night out last night. You better hurry up or you're going to get scratched. So Darrell Fitton has sent... I think Louise Hepburn's boyfriend drove over because he, he was going, he liked to go to football. So he's hot shotted at the hotel. I've had the quickest shower ever. I put my doctor <laughs> on. And I've no practice at all before my first game. Now, the time I got to the venue, the guy was entitled to take the match. Okay. But I just won the British Open. So he wanted to play me. So Aye. obviously he wanted to play our name. So, <laughs> so fair, fair play to him. Uh-huh. Uh, I went on and played him. Um, I won at three now. He was so he was so good. Oh, thank you for playing, John. I goes no, no. Thank you for waiting. <laughs> and I actually went on to win that. Aye. And, Aye. and it's you'd never believed it. Kind of I'm, I'm just minutes for being scratched. If it was if I was playing against a right arsehole, Aye, would have just he could have played the game. Aye. Aye. But uh, he wanted to play it, and I actually I played Ted Hankey, I played Tony O'Shea, Martin Adams, Aye. Robbie Green, Stephen Bunt the final, and I won the German Open, and that okay. was me in a night out, hardly on a sleep, no practice at all, 
and ended up winning. It just shows you if it's your day, it's your day. Like, aye, cool. But that was that was you know, couldn't believe what like, that was kind of <laughs> a good one. Brilliant. Uh, well, there's still so many stories. Like, but as I say, I don't know how to get a lot of stories. Saying <laughs> a lot of things like you were, you, but, were, uh, you were speaking a bit of money. It's in tournaments new. If it's, if it's the biggest prize pot you've ever won in one sort of tournament. Uh, I think the semi-final of the Grand Prix is my biggest game for a, for a lot to Dial Gurney. That's the year I beat Michael Van Gerwen, Alan Norris and Barney. Mm. I was nicknamed the Dutch Destroyer that year. That would be my biggest. I, I think it was a 35,000 I won for Aye. that one. Uh, but as I say, the money is, money is phenomenal now. Can, the World Championships, you get in, can you win two games and £25,000? It's just it's mental. Brilliant. Yeah, and it's, it's a really it's in a good place at the moment and That's it's our fun but Barry Hound the man's just phenomenal like brilliant brilliant now you, for your knee sort of on the road in tournaments you're still based in Huntley aren't you? still in Huntley aye, aye. I've just moved up a new house in Huntley aye, aye. so we're just yeah, yeah. Aye, I'll never leave Huntley but kind of it's we hummed and hayed about moving down south can mm. it be better for me obviously because most of the players championships are either in Wigan uh-huh. or in Barnsley so it, it made sense to move down there but obviously my wife's job she works in the, as a theatre coordinator in Aberdeen okay. Royal Infirmary so uh, fair play to her she actually NHS wouldn't do transfers Oh, okay. So she kind of tried, applied for a lot of jobs. We kind of tried to run about the Stoke area mm. to be a CD in the Maria because we were very close to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so nothing kind of came about it. So it was not, it's not fair for me. I think it was about my, my job in the darts, but yeah. it wouldn't be fair. I felt it unfair for me to take her away for something that she enjoyed her it job. Do you know, so, and then Aberdeen would have been probably another better option rather than staying home a bit. I'm a Huntley loon, Huntley loon. Uh, so Huntley it is, and I think Huntley will. I'll never move now. Like no. so, proud to be I for think, Huntley, and Huntley's proud of you. Uh, uh, well, I, I hope so. Anyway, <laughs> do you take a chance to to give back the community for you can? I bet you. you oh, the East of like, we, we try and do a lot. Is it exhibitions? Can I do a lot of exhibitions now? Can so? Have you ever had a stinker in one of them and got beat? Oh, Jesus, I quite, quite a few times, Ken. Especially uh, in Ireland, Ken. They, they feed you the drink, Ken. Uh, just, oh, me, they're just dumb nutters. And sometimes you can, if you, you can hear one too many, you'll get a ring and it'll come up. And, Ken, but, uh, oh, no, they're, they're fantastic. Now, I'd, I'd advise anybody if they get a chance to go to uh, an exhibition darts match. It's it's, fairly, it's a great night. Aye, it cool. really is a good night, Ken. It's a bit of a money good, for good causes. Oh, I can. Well, we've done a few exhibitions. Can we sometimes give some money to the kind of local cancer thing and hunt as well? And oh, there's a there's one of my sponsors, say uh, Jim Jimison Quarry. Like he, Aye. his his daughter does a lot for that friends of Uncle Jim. She's good about it. So we can try and help out as much as we can. But uh, no, it's good. Like so good. The people hunt are fantastic. They support me in everything I do. Yeah. Yeah. The messages before every tournament. It's good luck. It's just. Social media just goes off a scale at Christmas time when the the World Championships, and then Aye. you win a game and you come back to your phone and you've got about three hundred messages, and it's just it's, it's fantastic, and it's, 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 I appreciate every one of them, kind of. And it's good and to, to hear that more, because there's a habit in in the UK of building boys up, but then the, the green eyed monster, the jealousy, kicks in, and folk are are keen to to knock folk off their pedestal. So it's good to hear that that folk are still supporting you. 
Oh, I, you're better off, Kenny. They try and they try and build you up to be as good as you get, and they kind of wait to knock you back down, like. But Aye. but no, I've never, I've never had bad press at all. They've been good. And there's been a couple. Of, you know, obviously there was a an article in the papers a few years ago about you know <clears throat> my size now that obviously I'm a big lad and over I'm, I'm doing something about it now. Maybe too late, like. But uh, yeah, never uh, too late. I was playing Andy Smith. And he's a pie man. Okay, aye. And there's a, there's a paper article now. They never actually contacted me about this article. Okay. Uh, they said, if if I beat James Wade and he beats, I can't remember who's playing, he's playing one another in the quarterfinal of the, the I, can't, I can't even remember the tournament. <laughs> they said, would you say a pie incompetent <sighs> competition on the stage before your game? Jesus. Just sort of things like that. I mean, he's for a pie but apart from that, can I, I laughed at it, but can you, you didn't want to, can, no. you know, to be reading things like that. I, I can't have got issues with my weight, but I'm addressing it. And, Aye. But that's for me. Uh, You're doing well with that, I read, I think. Well, I, well, that's cool, but can I just decided, can I, I had a diabetic check, and uh, I, I'm obviously a diabetic, and I'm, I'm very close to reversing it, actually. Can okay, I, aye. Really? Said, if I go, uh, if you were to come to me now, you would be borderline out. So I'm, okay. I'm staying on the medication. I'm working on it. I go walking every every day. As I say, I've got a, a decent diet. Uh, my wife's been cooking me decent stuff. Good stuff. She's been brilliant. So uh, no, it's, I've, I'm just shy of four stone. No, it's brilliant. So, that's brilliant. But, uh, uh, a long way to go. Uh, well, I'm the same as yeah. you. I've struggled with my weight getting up and down, and uh, I'm on a good place, I knew, so it's, it's good to hear that's that. Good. It's good to oh, hear. Yeah, it's good to hear. Yeah, that's good. We are, we are living in a suitcase, can we? are playing ah, back. It's hard, isn't it? Coming back, it is. Coming back to the hotel at maybe 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock, ordering mm. food, you're waiting for about an hour, no. you're getting your food about 9, 10 o'clock, and then you're going to your bedroom for the next day. It's not ideal, but no. that's just the, unfortunately, that's the way it is. It does, like, so, but no, no, I, I don't know. Now I, I take my own food, I've, I've got, Okay. You see the amount of fruit I've got in here. It's about 20 bananas, about 100 apples, but, <laughs> but I'm feeling better for it, Ken. You do, I, used you? Uh, I used to sweat an awful lot on that stage. Ah, okay. And and my, my cloth used to be absolutely sore and it really was. You could bring it in when you come back. Uh, now, I've, I've, I've never used my cloth the last three matches on a stage. And, that's good. Uh, and the heat on that stage, obviously, there's 3D light and uh, there's the 8D. The kind of so intense lighting on you, and, it, and it's warm. It's really warm. Aye. So, but so the, the, the weight loss is helping with the sweat and the So that's good. I'm, a, I'm, I'm making progress slowly but very surely. Brilliant. That's a, it's the best way to do it. Uh, if you yes, do it too dramatically, it's uh, you kind of you kind of sustain it. Exactly. Yes. So you, you, if you take it off too quickly, you can, mm-hmm. you can near it back on and mere. That's right. That's right. Okay, so, but no, I'm, I'm I'm working on it, and it's 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 working so far. Good stuff. Now, did I see that? So obviously things are different with COVID, but were you playing virtual ranking tournaments for your bedroom? <laughs> How did that work? <laughs> that, was, that was that was the thing of PDC. Obviously, the, we kind of went into kind of April. We kind of finished in the beginning of March and. April went and June went and so the PDC decided to do a home tour. So right. you to get a camera fitted to your dartboard and you, <laughs> you get another an iPad with the darts connect. That's our scoring aye, system. Aye. So they decided to have a tour and play for good money as well. But the, obviously the money wouldn't go in your ranking. Okay, aye. But you're actually playing against 
Ah, de tuurkar holders van je rij bijdrukken. Ah, dus heet het. Oké. I've got a new, a new setup now. Martin first says, they hunt my belt me, I can move, move into a new house. So, aye, aye. I've got a professional setup. He's done a fantastic job. He went to see the setup. It was uh, brilliant. Yeah. You know, the yeah. cameras in our setup. So, but no, I hated that virtual. I really did hate yeah, it. Yeah, I yeah. actually won the last one, like, okay. you know, beat Whitlock in the last game. So, but okay. can I say, I didn't feel comfortable. And it was my aim. I never thought I'd ever be as nervous playing yeah, you're in, in, my own, in my own environment. Okay, yeah. it's, it's crazy. But but no, it, 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 we were lucky enough. We're in it. We're involved in a sport that we Aye. could do again. Snooker players couldn't do it. Oh, that's right. They, they've got to share a table, but we can. We got away with doing that, and it was good, and it, and it gave us some competitive practice through the, the that's lockdown. Right, that's right, and a chance to keep and your helped. livelihood going as well, above all it else. Is, it was the, it the money that you play for in tournaments, but mm. it was money that was, you know, a lot of players did not work. Ah, that's right. So mm. they're depending on the darts for their income, like, and uh, so the PDC decided to do this home tour. Somebody must have cheated in that system, surely. Well, <laughs> I can, I can, there is, I can, on the PDC, I never heard of anybody cheating out because we have got, you can to test your camera on your on your board so you okay, can actually okay. see what your opponent's hitting. But some of the internet's people who were here were a bit blurry. Now, they could have, now I've heard that online tournaments before, folk are coming away with 112 averages uh-huh. and you see them in a tournament and they couldn't hit. <laughs> Well, John, I hope you switched your uh, camera off before you went to your bed now. (laughs) 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 When I want any any leaks coming on to dodgy websites. (laughs) <laughs> no, you're right, yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, so, what are the plans for the for the near futures and ambitions for for this season? Well, it's just kind of I've been bothered by my back, but uh, luckily enough, I'm, I'm I'm all right with that. So, just to be a bit injury free, keep up right. with the weight loss, uh, get fat again, and just keep on doing what I'm doing. Uh, mm-hmm. Hopefully, I can. I, I turn them when I come my way. I can. I've got the game to do it. It's Aye. just, uh, just it's it, as I say, it's getting harder and harder. The standard seems to go up every year. But I do feel as though I'm getting better as it goes on as well. So that's good. Just get that first win in the PDC Players Championships and uh, qualify for as much TV and just Aye. get going. And hopefully, hopefully that tournament when I come. That, that's the aim anyway. Climb up that rank. And this time I was. This time last year I was sitting number 20 in the world okay. and I think I dropped to 41 because there's been a lot of tournaments I had a, we defend money you see for the previous year Okay. so we played 30 players championships and 13 European championships last year mm. uh, well, in 2019 in 2020 we only played 23 players championships and 4 Europeans okay, now the money still comes off but you haven't been given that opportunity to, to no. mark it up no so and I've and I've and there's a lot of players suffered. I'm not the only one. A lot of people have lost tour cards because of it. Aye, okay. And I'm now off the tour, but mm. I've I've dropped. I'm dropped to 41, but uh, I'm hoping that's what my aim is to try and get back up to Aye. that top 32, Aye. and then we'll work on it and try and work towards the top 16. And brilliant. 
let's go for it, like. No, right. you'll have a few years left in you yet, surely. Well, I'm I'm 48 this year, so okay. I would if I could keep going as a 55, mm-hmm. then I would stop stop chasing the the, the actual getting the rankings aye, money. Aye. I would play it till I could, but I wouldn't I wouldn't be as I wouldn't be in some intense practice sessions. I would just mm-hmm. kind of peter out, and if I kept my tour card, I would stop playing the tour. If I didn't, I would maybe just stop and just concentrate on exhibition work. Aye, like some, aye. So post darts retirement, you did see yourself doing anything else after that? Goodness, something I've never given any thought. I, no. I don't know if I could go back to my work that I used to do. No. Uh, I'm not sure if I could go back to that, but it's something I've never given a thought. Okay, it's I'm not in a sport that you could can like football players yeah. could get into coaching and stuff like that. I can, I'm sure that, can that I? your your sort of status, you'll find yourself with plenty of offers. Well, I, I'm sure I would. I'm sure I would be okay. Like, hopefully, like, but uh, that's something I've I guess I've never actually thought about, and I probably will have to stop thinking about it in a few years' time. But uh, <laughs> a few that's years my time. Aye. Aye. <laughs> Too many years to think about. It. <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. Okay, John. Um, obviously, we spoke at the start that your first love was football, and you loved watching uh, your local team Huntley. For obviously had a very successful period in the nineties, and you've put together a best of living for me. Uh, for your time watching Huntley, so if you can take us through it, it'll be magic. No worries. Uh, well, obviously the the team is kind of well the five in a row team. Kind of that was a that was the best time of I was a Huntley supporter. Obviously, I'd seen a lot of good players, but and it was a hard. But the, the team I went with is uh, and goals with John Garner. Right. Obvious reasons. The man was phenomenal. Like he <laughs> just. Yeah, I, I'm sure we nicknamed him Tyson. Okay. I, I'm sure he got sent off by punching a player, and he just <laughs> the, the nickname stuck. Uh-huh. But he played at a high level. Can he? he came in at the Huntley team, and he just he was solid at the back. And uh-huh. I think every team needs a solid goalkeeper, and right. every successful team's got it. So John Garner got that nod for me. Okay. Uh, I went for the right back. I went with uh, Kevin Walker. Mm-hmm. Uh, what a player him and, him and his brother Colin a fantastic player great servants to Huntley Aye. Uh, just a little nippy little player Kenny. he was, he was the fear he was about four feet tall or whatever Kevin was but yeah. my god he was a he was a nippy little player and he was the fear to get stuck in so he was the uh, right back uh-huh. left back I went with big Arthur Murphy uh, Arthur what an absolute legend of a lad and Aye. He, he, another, he just got stuck in uh, I believe he's right. I think he's running a line now. Is he? Is he? Oh, is he? Uh, possibly. Is he, I think he's doing the linesman. linesman. I'm sure he was doing that. But, uh, it, there's not uh, enough explicit. There could be done with more ex-players doing that, to be honest. Oh, I definitely. Because, well, the a, a referee's job is a, it's a thankless job. Like, uh, but if you've not played the game at any level, it's even uh, tougher, I would uh, say. Oh, definitely. And you're right enough, because I believe the Rangers put Scott Nisbet in Syria. Oh, is he? Mine that toe poke against Bruges. Oh, that's <laughs> right, right. I think he's actually, a, I'm not sure if he's a great one, but I think he's got a few, few okay. budgets in his referee, I think. Well, that's my limit. The two centre-halves have gone with uh, Big Doug Rugby. Mm-hmm. He was just, what a... Uh, man mountain of a man he was obviously playing for Aberdeen and right. can do it to Chelsea and mm-hmm. when he signed for him I think they'd be the team could believe it no. uh, he, when he walked out the first time he said look at this I didn't realise he was as big a can, giant uh, and a gentleman oh, as well by all accounts yeah, and I, uh, can he come into the football club after the games and he was sitting down with me and talking 
can he must have been telling so many stories about the eighty-three team in, in Gothenburg and all that. He must have got fed up. <laughs> can I, he, he thrived on it. He just loved uh, talking about it. If I had moments like that, I wouldn't get fed up telling them. I don't think. Uh, and I told him, <laughs> well, no, of course. <laughs> I told him I was a Celtic fan, and when he first heard it, go, oh, I remember eating a pie in front of the jungle. Can somebody hang? Somebody That's chucked right. a pie, and he fucking picks it up and eats it. Can I just, <laughs> that was his character, can yeah, I just, But great, great, great defender. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and, mm-hmm. and the partner, partner having you maybe get a surprise with him is Dave Morland. Dave Morland, uh, okay. What a, just an animal. Absolutely. Just, just nutter. Oh, and off the park for what I'm left to believe. Like, but. Well, I think he signed for Huntley because he'd, he'd, he'd butted a linesman in a, was a taxi <laughs> key or something. Was that him? I can ask, I wouldn't surprise, like, but, uh, <laughs> but can I see, he did a job for Huntley and he was just solid and again, nothing, looking at, I touched on it with me again, when I played again, the bar maybe went by you, but the boy didn't. No, and, uh, no, no. But he was a, he was a good centre half or a sweeper or whatever. But he kind of complete completes my defence. Like that yeah. was my good back four. Right? Mm-hmm. Oh, it was like so. Get out the midfield, uh, and it would have been my captain is Eddie Copeland. Aye. It was just he'd smoke a hundred fogs and still be the fittest player on the team. Kind of did. <laughs> Unbelievable, and once again, as I say, I'm saying about Doug Rugby and coming into the club. Who's the mm-hmm. end? They, they all did back in, like aye, Ken. Aye. They all did it. But Eddie was such a gentleman. He, he, he can he time for everybody, Ken. And I think, I think all the young loons kind of learnt a lot off of Eddie. I think Martin could have learnt a lot. Can Eddie mm-hmm. was good with the young loons, Ken, okay, and obviously aye. Martin be a local, so can I turn him under his wing maybe a bit? But he was. Fantastic, and I'm the meantime captain, like so. Aye, well, when Luggy was on uh, a couple of weeks ago, he said Eddie Copeland was like the closest, they maybe had to like a Roy Keane figure. He, he made Abdi run about him better because he drove Abdi on. Yeah, 100%, aye. 100%. Aye, he, he was hard, and I'm did he play some a time we had? I think he, uh, he broke his leg and played that, on or something. That's a leg, aye, <laughs> I think he did, aye. I just. Oh, God, I totally broke. It's all right. I'll, I'll finish the game. And sort of, <laughs> that, that was Eddie's attitude. Like, just uh, but what a leader! Like, aye. Uh, and alongside him in the middle, I went for Stevie Lennox. Mm-hmm. Just gift a player, like and another great, great lad. Like, just a fine boy. And but he's can he's his touch. First touch was just fantastic. He can if Stevie Lennox clicked, the team clicked. Aye, that's right. He was just everybody can have. He can build a team around Stevie. Like he just aye. did the. He wasn't afraid to get in the challenge and, and he, he could even be a good playmaker as well. Aye, like so. Yep. so Stevie Lennox in the middle there. Uh, I've got kind of two wide men here. On the first day I went with uh, Stevie Gray. Aye, quality. No longer we just mm-hmm. like, but mm-hmm. what a can why was he ever playing Highland League when he did get it? He was what a player like I might watch him for Aberdeen and I believe it was Airdrie. That's right, yeah. How the hell did Pele manage to get a hood of him? It was just unbelievable. His recruitment but, was spot on, wasn't it? Oh, geez, <laughs> I don't think he ever made a bad signing, Ken. Yeah. But, no, Stevie Gray, he's, he's touched me. Why did Keepy up his? And, oh, he just went too good for Highland League in my eyes. Like, Aye. Uh, but, no, but fair play. I mean, he stuck around for a couple of years and he had any ways now. But what a gifted player. Really good player. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I know the other winger wouldn't be... Fairy himself, Marco, Marco de Bonas. <laughs> he's sorry, oh, just some boy, Marco. Like, just, uh, I think he was more concerned about his hair than he's. Oh, okay, like, but, but, you know, what a player, like, especially the, 
the game I remember, I can, it, it, it's talked about a lot, mm-hmm. obviously, the, the Dumbarton game, oh, right. the, the first game that we kind of, Scottish Cup, again, McGinley scored the two goals, but I don't think we would have won that game without Mark Debaris. I think okay. he just orchestrated the whole game, and that was the kind of our first tip of law under that kind of Scottish Cup runs that we used to get. The bar, and he seems to stick out, and I think Ken McGinley gets a lot of the, the applause, okay, mm-hmm. great goals, but I think Marco was the, the man for me that day, and uh, obviously up front, I've got to go for my cousin, uh, he was, he... <laughs> Martin Stewart, just... Why Martin Stewart didn't play fire level, I'll never know. And I touched on him myself. I'm a Huntley loon. Uh, I then I went to move down south, and Martin's a bit like it. But Aye. the talent to them, I might speak at the pale. I spoke to them all, and he goes, uh, they all say the same. Mm-hmm. Should have went further. For the, age of, for the age of five, I played football with Martin until I watched, I watched his career. and. Mm-hmm. And even if he, I think I think he always talks about when he started playing at Puntley, he was a right midfield and he hated it. Aye, right, uh, aye. When we used to play in school footballs, and I kid you not, we we went to Holland mm-hmm. in a school footballing trip, and we actually played the, the Dutch school national champions. Yeah. And, and you wouldn't see the walk out, and they were ah, oh, they're all about six foot, mustaches, beards, and, <laughs> and then I got the bronze stand and all that. There's no danger there, school football. There's no danger. Well, <laughs> I think we actually turned them over something like 13 or 14 now. Yeah. We marked and scored in 10 of them or whatever. And you were kicking them up yeah. in the air at the other end. Oh, oh well, uh, <laughs> I couldn't get near them. They were too quick for me. Like that. that was my every level. Martin, I used to go and watch him at Middlefield. I think he played centre half for Middlefield, actually. Okay. Uh, he did mention that, didn't he? Aye. But Martin was the knowledge of the game. He. He could read the game so well. I could actually put Martin on goals and he'd do a job. <laughs> and that, 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 that's how good Martin's, so that's how good I rate, rate Martin Stewart. And, and he uh, was the one out of this team for, for obviously won it uh, again uh, after the five in a row uh, we Huntley. Aye. And he got his sixth in later on, we under Billy Anderson, didn't he? That's right, aye, Ken, of, of course. I, 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 Ken, that's, that's another thing about my team, Ken. I can't Pele maybe had the help before we found and he's the money can I can obviously it, it helps but mm-hmm. when you look at Billy Anderson's team that, that won it I think he did it we next to uh, nothing my, my my second striker is Brian Thompson because yep. Brian Thompson with the oh, Martin probably would have, well Martin probably would have got a lot of goals it wasn't for Brian but I think Gary White's got a lot to thank okay, Martin's got a lot to thank as well he's got his height the flex on but it was between Brian and Gary, and Brian was just a complete player as well, Kenny. Yeah. I mean, he did a penalty, and it uh, it hit the back of the net, and I think it's it was still travelling up the A96. And we didn't hit the net. <laughs> what a shot he had on him, Ken. He's a rocket, wasn't it? Oh, no wonder he can keep us well. No, here he goes, no, Ken. I'm just don't to wire that. <laughs> but as I say, there's a lot of players, kind of like Billy's team, like Gary like O'Driscoll mm-hmm. was a fantastic player. Right. Levi Steven. Yeah, and there's one player I, I really do have to mention. He's a local lad, and he's just missed out on my team for the simple fact that Stevie Lennox maybe just edges it. That's Russell Guild. Aye, yeah. Uh, I thought he was a quality player as well. Just uh, I kind of get a lot of stick for me getting hard tackling, but mm-hmm. the flair of the player was just fantastic. Aye, it's it. Nobody used to tackle. Somebody used to play the. Exactly. Play yeah. <laughs> Kade Aguish, exactly. Yeah, you're right. I know could have tackled, but one of the best players in the world. But Aye. no, so I feel for us. he doesn't get in my team. But I, I had Aye. to mention because he was so close. Like, That's it. Aye. him, Levi, and Jerry. Just missing you. 
Gary oh, White. Levi Stephen and another one. What a player he was. Yeah, he as well. Richard Taylor in that season, aye. Aye. And obviously the managers, me and man himself, Pele. Just the man was fantastic, I think. Unfortunately, he didn't, he didn't kind of work out at Aberdeen. Did he get a raw deal at uh, Aberdeen? It wasn't yeah. a great time in his life either. I didn't no. think that helped. He spoke about no. it on here. Like, so. No, it wasn't. But he's another Ian Kenny. Played for Man United, manager. And he would come into the, come into the clubhouse and he marked time for you. You can sit mm-hmm. down. And, and I even I even got, if I missed out the five in a row dinner, I was away in Barnsley. Oh, right, okay. So, and it's something I'd have loved to have been in. I'm, I'm so disappointed I didn't get it. So, Veronica went in my place okay. at the table. So, she did a video home call and she went around every one of them. Every, I, would, I was lying in my bed about half past eight at night watching fucking rubbish TV in a hotel room in a dream night in Barnsley. <laughs> and Veronica phones me. There's a couple of boys here I want to talk to you. Kenneth, she went around every single person in that team. And uh, I must have been on the phone for about two and a half hours. And Pele come on at the end, and <laughs> and he goes, "Oh, I've got a book here signed for you, big man. I do do well with your dark." And it was just, it, you know, I was choking up when he came on. Yeah, like, that's what Pele does to you, Ken. So, uh, but that's, that's my team. Uh, that's my team anyway. I can't it's mostly the five in a row team. Uh, Billy team. Can I miss out a bit? But that was my my team anyway. Uh, it was the glory years, eh? Uh, they were fun. They were fun. Aye. I always finish up, uh, John, just with a, f- uh, a few quick fire questions just to, to round off the, the podcast. Oh, okay. So, uh, first one for you is uh, one thing you would change about darts to improve it? One thing I would change about darts. Oh, eh. What would I change about darts? Can I say that again? If I, if I, if I could change. Eh. Uh, what would I change? You didn't hate it. Well, we've got a mark from the lose. Uh, okay. It's as pro to it. Well, under the condemn, I hate Martin. Can I believe it or not? I'm, not, I'm hopeless at counting. Okay. <laughs> uh, you can believe it. I can't yeah. add up. So at this moment in time, through the COVID, we do have professional markers that come, but at the yeah, moment right. in time, when you lose, you've got a mark, and I, I hate it. So uh, uh, that's the thing I'd change. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, if they made a movie of your life, who would you like to play you? A four-ass four weight loss, we might have said John Candy, but knew we'll hit say Brad Pittersman. Oh, well, no, no, I would have quite, quite good at that. Uh, Ford Kiernan for still game. Ah, good in. Good in. He's <laughs> <laughs> brilliant. He was, he's, yeah. he's good. Like, yeah, I heard Tarek, and if you listen to the Open Goal podcasts ever, uh, but he was on air and he ripped them apart. Like, oh, did he? Uh, uh, he was class, like. <laughs> he is good like I must admit he's something else uh, okay if you could bottle one moment of your career to relive what would it be oh I would probably put it down to the Premier League and the old Aber- uh, exhibition centre against Michael it uh, was just something I'll, I was complimental I'll probably never experience it again mm-hmm. uh, it was just phenomenal the crowd was brilliant the game was brilliant Michael was brilliant it was just something uh, I'll come to my grave with my like that's something that goes above money in the bank, doesn't it? At moments. Oh, it, we Michael Michael was playing for points, obviously for the Premier League. Mm-hmm. We were up to getting a fee. If we won, our fee doubled. Aye. If we got a draw, we got a wee bonus. But uh, it wasn't about money for me. It was just that yeah. the fact I was getting to participate in the Premier League, something that I thought I'd never do. Did it in front of my my home crowd. There was four and a half thousand, absolutely screaming Aberdonian, screaming my name. It's 
it's just something that I'll I'll never forget and uh, definitely the greatest yeah. night in my darting darting life like amazing okay toughest opponent you've ever came up against toughest opponent I've ever played against oh it's MVG just a shot of a doubt the man's just a machine uh, I, I've got a good record against him but I think he brings the best out of me Okay, uh, I believe I'm a better player as a, as the underdog if I'm if I'm expected mm-hmm. to win games now can I miss it but no Michael brings the best out of me he's just the toughest player I've played against definitely Holy. okay last question take it back to, to football as I like to in this podcast which uh, football player uh, past or present did you model your game on when you were playing oh I probably would have said now yeah, I've watched a lot of a lot of videos now I never mm-hmm. actually got to watch them play but uh, Billy McNeil aye, aye. Caesar yeah, wasn't it they cut him oh, Caesar, definitely Kenny he was just gonna, obviously I've watched all the 60s and the 70s aye. Videos and the, the man was something else. So obviously, when I started playing, I was a centre half, and I was <laughs> used to think myself was a Aye. a big bullying the like, So I, I probably, I probably would say him. Cool. But then what I'm saying, if I met Ruby, I'd probably say him. Ah well, I. <laughs> but no, I'd, I'd hate to say Billy McNeil. Brilliant. And that's us, uh, John. That's been absolutely fantastic. I've really enjoyed hearing. Uh, about your journey, I didn't claim again that much about darts, but it's been uh, it's been fascinating for me. Thank you very much uh, for for giving up your time. It's not something different, I suppose. Ah, it's good to hear a change. <laughs> no problem, Jim. I really appreciate it. It was good fun. Thank you very much. Thank you. Massive thanks to John there for coming on the show this week uh, as he gears up for the new darts season. I want to take this opportunity to wish him all the best for the season ahead and hope he meets those goals of his in the near future. Yet another fantastic career from a local lad. If you are enjoying the podcast, please do go to Apple Podcasts and leave me a review and a rating. It really doesn't take a long time, but it makes a a lot of difference, and the more that take the time to do it, the better. You can also subscribe to us at Apple, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or whichever niche provider you get your podcast from. Do that, and you'll never miss an episode again. I think I've caught up with the messages across the social media platforms. Thanks for them. Love reading them and taking your comments on board and your feedback. So keep them flying in. I do appreciate them all. I'm getting towards the business end of this series and I'm looking to start firming up my season five lineup. If you do fancy coming on or you want to nominate someone, then don't hesitate to get in touch. And that's it for this week, folks. See you next Sunday when I'll be joined by Mark Dixon, formerly of the Broch. Bye for now.